Hello, and welcome to Life Clarifications with Natasha. I'm here to help you. And, you know, I'm here to support you in your day-to-day -day life. When I keep saying that, sorry, I just took a bite. <laughs> so with this, that I want you to know that no matter where you're at and what you're doing, you know, I'm here as a life mentee. I've been alive so many lifetimes and I've been intuitive that all those lifetimes in some form, right? And so with that, that I really enjoy doing this work. And I'm here to be an energy seer also. So when I talk about being an energy seer, I talk about being one that I can see the emotions that are sitting in front of you, the shame, the guilt, a lot of those things. And then when I do house blessings, I see the energy that's stagnant or that kind of thing. Or I can see the energies that are with you like angels, guides, and that kind of thing. And so with that, that as I go forward, I'm an energy seer right? I'm also a medium. So as I work through the mediumship and seeing you know, your loved ones and your guides and, and you know, mediumship is about energy, but not everybody sees what things are about like that. So um, I am grateful to be here. I'm grateful to do this work with you. So today, my willingness to work with you is through sharing how can you feel worthy? But today's conversation is about worthiness because a lot of us are struggling with that worthiness. And I know that, you know, a lot of this stems from back when we were kids that we didn't really feel like we should be honored for who we are. We were told, oh, you're stupid or, you know, why are you doing this or how are you doing that? Um, Thank you, Veronica. I appreciate you. You said uh, I was a gift and thank you for that. And, you know, and um, on Instagram, thank you. I'm doing really good. I, I'm feeling very blessed. I'm redoing my, my website. So if anybody wants to see me, I'm still tweaking it. You know, there's some wording and stuff that I need to tweak and a little bit of logistics here and there. But I am so excited because I have learned how to embed. So um, embed things so that you, all you have to do is go to my website, angelicclarifications.com. And you get to see where my website is, my YouTube page, my, you know, all my places where I'm attached. So I'm so excited about this dance here, but going back to the worthiness, you know, we're all struggle with how do we get valued, right? How do we value ourselves? And I know that, you know, sometimes we're in relationships with narcissistic attitudes. We're all narcissistics in some fashion, right? But if we're married with someone who's, it's all about them, you know, then, you know, how do we do that? Because I know for me, you know, I've been, uh, I've been uh, in the dance of, of negotiating the world, negotiating life. And, you know, my 32 years of marriage with a man who, you know, was an alcoholic. He's now almost 12 years sober. You know, he's a Leo. So he comes to narcissistic attitudes. And, and I'm an only child. So I ended up being on the narcissistic side myself a little bit, right? And so with that, how do you dance with this? You know, that it's not always about you, right? It's not always about the dance, but yet it is about us. 
And it is about how we are. How do we do this? And worthiness doesn't necessarily make it that, you know, it's only us. Worthiness doesn't mean that we're, we're in this process of, of doing that. But worthiness means that when life gives us a chance to receive something, we are able to receive it. I know I struggle with that because I'm a giver. I love, I'm not a caregiver. I, I, I struggle with caregiving. You know, I, you know, when my kids were young, you know, it's like sometimes when they hurt themselves, you know, I was loving, I was kind, I, I fixed their, their ouchies and I fixed their scenarios. But then at the same time, it is what it is and it, we got to move on. Right. So I wasn't necessarily a caregiver. <laughs> I didn't dote. I didn't um, pamper. I was not necessarily a tough mom, but I was a very loving, kind, kind mom. I was always there for them, but I needed some balance, right? And I was also going through a lot of stress when I had my little ones too. You know, I, my parents were passing away. I was dealing with my uncle passing away by the time my, uh, let's see, Scott was seven years old when my uncle passed away, when his uncle passed away, great uncle passed away. So I was dealing a lot with, you know, those passings as life went on. And, and so, you know, when my kids were little, I, I didn't have everything I needed to, to take that dotingness that I wanted to give them. Right. So with that, that, you know, we go through these, these structures and stuff, but I can tell you though, being worthy of receiving, that means how do you receive a gift? When it's given to you, right? How do you receive that? Do you just kind of push it off the side? like, Or like if you get a hug, how do you receive that hug? Are you worthy of receiving that hug? Yes, you are worthy of receiving that. But how do you receive it? Do you just kind of go, you know, like it's not something that's comfortable with, you know, as you're making faces and you're pulling away, right? How do you, how, and then how? Are we worthy of receiving a life that we deserve? Because I can tell you right now, the planets are really setting us up for, you know, what we think is what we're going to receive. So if we're not worthy of receiving, how can we do this, right? And I know for me, being in the business that I am in, in the psychic medium business and in the, in the uh, spiritual counseling or the supporting role, right, that how many lifetimes were we shunned? How many lifetimes were we deemed to be in the caves? How many lifetimes were we burnt at the stake? So we were never valued, right? So a lot of us who are doing spiritual work, you know, even priests, you know, they're they're deemed to be houses that were given to them. And, you know, they, they trade for a lot of things and they do get a, a, a an income, yes, from churches, but how rich is a church, right? And so with that, that, you know, the, a lot of the spiritual teachers are struggling to feel worthy of being on that ship of accepting, right? How can we accept the monies? How can we receive those things? I, I mean, like I've had people who come to me and they say, Natasha, you know, the hour I spent with you was worth five years of counseling with my counselor. Because I have the perspectives that I have, because how I pull a lot of things together, right? And so going through the that counseling, you know, how much do counselors get? Three hundred dollars an hour, right? 
How much do lawyers get? You know, $600 an hour? I don't know what it is now. You know, so why can't I be, um, you know, how can I be a part of that dance? And I'm not just saying I in, in perspective, but I, us, who are in the walk of life, how can we feel worthy? Well, um, I pay you a million if I had it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Veronica. You are a blessing because I know that we, we dance together quite a bit and I'm so grateful for that. You know, that, you know, and that's the thing is, is that, like I say, you know, when I know somebody like has something that I want for them, I ask for me to step into the energy field. And I say this like, um, you know, like a comet is going across the sky, right? And that has that trail. Let me get in on that trail. Let me get into the energy flow. I don't want to have what they have because that's their story. That's their dance. That's their thing that they're working on. But I want to get on the energy field of it because I'm worthy of having a life that has successful moments in it. That have successful moments in it. And I can tell you that as we go forward in doing this work, those, those moments can get add up. So how do we convince ourselves that we are worthy? How can we how can we negotiate those things that tell us that we are worthy? Because a lot of the old truths, that's why we have alcoholism, that's why we have a lot of drug addictions, that's why we have a lot of um uh you know uh of um suicides because we're not worthy. We're not worthy of love, we're not worthy of self-love. So first off, let's talk about the self-love. We have to be worthy of that self-love. How can we negotiate that self-love? Well, I know for me that when I was really depressed, I it was after my mom passed away. And my dad had passed away four years before that. I had a one-year-old. I had a four-year-old. I had an alcoholic husband. We just moved into this house. And, and it, it wasn't even set up yet because I just couldn't even get my feet underneath me. I didn't even like my body. I didn't like anything about me. And I even sat on the front porch and told my my father-in-law, Dale, I, I don't know how to be. I don't even, I don't know how to be a mom. I don't know how to be a wife. I don't even know how to be me. And what he said was, is that, um, that I needed to start by just doing, by just doing. I wanted to cry. I cried. I cried because I was at that point where how do I, how do I negotiate this world that I'm in, right? How do I negotiate that story and being worthy of that? How do I negotiate that? Well, I started liking my toes. Thank you, toes, for balancing me. Have you ever tried to balance without any toes? Ooh, ask somebody who has had their toes amputated. It's, a, it's part of our balance, right? And you know, then I started saying, I like your feet. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for, for being flexible so I can walk, right? And then I started liking my ankles. And then I started liking my thighs. You know, thank you, knees, for being um, respectful for me. Thank you for being um, bendable for me. Thank you for, for being um, this part of me that I'm doing, right? And then, you know, then you go up and up and up. And then thank you. In the end, it's like, thank you, mind, for being able to think. 
Thank you, mind, for, for doing this negotiation for me. Thank you, mind, for, for making mistakes so that I can learn to do better. Thank you, mind. And as I started doing that, and I, you know, I, coming back to the heart center, you know, coming back to, from the heart center, it's like, how do I negotiate this dance of, you know, finding love for my heart? that pumps every day, right? How do I find love for the this, this heart that wants to give love, but doesn't know how to because I'm in so much grief, right? And when you're going through grief, it is hard to feel worthy because you're, you have so many emotions that are going around, right? So how do you come back to that? Well, start with that. Find parts of you that you can like. You may not be able to love, but find those places that you can like because being worthy means that you're likable, right? That you're likable enough that you can receive something. And then practice when somebody wants to give something to you, that you actually negotiate saying thank you and grabbing it, holding it and saying thank you. And if we can go in and be thankful for that moment, that muscle, and anything we do, anything we want to change, it's like a weak muscle that we got to get stronger. How many of us are wor work out, right? And at first we start doing something and it's troublesome. But if we start using that muscle, we get stronger and stronger and stronger. And I can tell you that that many times we feel unworthy of something because we're afraid ego is going to say, oh, I want, I want, I want, I want, right? Well, no, there's a balance between that, that I demand to have what I want, right? We can say, you know, I really want it. You know, like I, if I'm, I'm going to go to California again this summer, right? And, you know, that's something that I'm worthy of. But the one thing is, is that my girlfriend put her points on for my trip. And it's like, I get why she did that. And I have to be willing to receive. Oh, that's a stretch. Because I want her to be able to, to fly around too, right? And if she uses all her points for me, then what's that going to give me? So maybe I'll receive the trip down and I'll pay for the trip back, right? So negotiating these stories how can we receive because sometimes we need to receive but sometimes we have to be willing to give and say no so how do we balance this now that's a perfect example she wanted me to come so bad she wanted to put her points for my trip and i'm like going but i want you to have points too so we're trying to give to each other and not receiving right so let's split it in the middle. You buy my ticket going down and I'll buy my ticket going back. Because then you can receive your points back so that you can do a trip and I can receive my points or I can use my points. And it, it, it balances it out, right? So going forward, how can you balance this receiving, this worthiness? But like I said, that it, it, a lot of it's something that we've taught that we shouldn't be able to receive anything. We're not worthy of it. We're not worthy of love. We're not worthy of, of abundance. We're not worthy of owning ownership of something. Many of us drive rundown cars because we feel like we're not worthy of having a new vehicle. 
right? We're not worthy of, of, of receiving something that is very, it's not about the value of it. It's about the, the uh, I, I deserve this. I'm worthy of this. I, I, I've worked hard for this. I deserve this. Just like walking into a job interview, right? We walk in and we say, I'm worthy of working here. Your attitude is going to be so different than if you walk in going, um, yeah, I kind of want to walk in. I, 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 I do want to work here. I, I really want to be here. I want to work and do and be here. Or you can walk in and say, you know what? I'm pretty good at what I do. I know I can be a good employee. And I'm worthy of having that moment of, of working here. Oh, and by the way, the pay is in between X and, and, and Y. I'm worthy of Y. Not necessarily X, down lower, right? I know that's wrong in the alphabet, but yet it makes a point. So going forward, when we value ourselves, because I can tell you there's a mantra that came to me when I was in a moment of being devalued. Somebody had an impression of me that, that and they didn't know how to end the relationship. So they, it was a devaluing moment. But that devaluing moment, I'm going to tell you, that devaluing moment gave me an opportunity to figure out, and the mantra came to me real quick, how I perceive myself is how others perceive me. That should be my mantra for next week, shouldn't it? Because uh, I do mantras once a week, and you can catch those on um, all my social media as I do uh, Monday evenings. At, um, so it's there Tuesday through Sunday. Uh, that Mantra Monday, I call it, <laughs> that um, I do mantras. How I perceive myself is how others perceive me. So if I perceive myself, which this is a truth of mine, that I'm dyslexic, and I used to be very shy and quiet. So if I perceive myself as less than somebody else, if I, if I perceive myself as very dyslexic and have a hard time thinking, if I perceive myself as more um, complicated in my mind's thinking than somebody else, then I'm going to perceive myself less than that other person. And I can tell you, I have strengths that they don't have, and they have strengths that I don't have. So with that, that we all have strengths and we all have weaknesses. So why should I be less than somebody else? Why should I be less than somebody else? And I can say that if you take someone who is, is um, uh, socially challenged, right, and they have a hard time coming out and being with friends, that that is a weakness. But I can tell you that if they can maybe sit in front of a computer and, and work up a storm, right, and that's their strength. So everybody has a strength and a weakness. So if we really take ourselves and say that we, I am worthy of being who I am. I have strengths that I can help somebody else with. I have strengths that can help me. 
right? Because I can tell you my dyslexic part of me, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful for her because of the fact that, that she gave me the ability to trust my inner knowings. See, there's a strength. Couldn't read, but I sure trusted my inner knowings, my inner intuitive knowings. Now, the practice was to help others believe in my intuitive knowings. Like my husband for many years, who was born a, a Methodist, military, Midwestern Republican, right? Not Nothing against Republicans, nothing against Midwestern. But when you take all those together, he lived in a box. I never lived in a box. I was so out of a box in the way that I perceived life, right? He didn't believe in star beings. I totally talked to star beings. He didn't believe really in in, um, a God that was within us. He believed God was outside of us. Um, That I totally know that I'm a light of God. I'm a light of the higher power. I'm a light of of the one, right? And as everybody else is. But I am worthy to be that light. It took him a while to learn that himself, right? You know? He didn't believe in that, you know, my dyslexicness was actually a strength because of the fact that like when I first met him, he says, Natasha, you speak Natashanese because I couldn't even talk a straight line. And I can tell you sometimes like at the chiropractor just a while ago, I couldn't remember a vitamin. They had to keep telling me the same name, even though I knew it <laughs> because of the fact that I got my head adjusted. <laughs> My, my my occipital atlas were out. And when that happens, I'm my brain is like totally cobwebby. And so with that, that, but I am worthy. I am worthy to go to the chiropractor every three weeks to treat myself good so I can be my primeness, right? So what can I do to negotiate that myself? And I'm not, and I want you to ask yourself those questions. What can I do to myself, for myself, to help myself feel worthy. Does that mean that I'm worthy of um, of telling someone no? Don't treat me that way. Because I'm worthy of feeling loved by someone else. Am I worthy of um, of putting money in in the bank or saving money? but maybe twice a week treating myself and I'm worthy of treating myself twice a week. Right. Um, And you know, what are we doing to negotiate this worthiness? But I want to come back to self-love because this whole networking of the spiritual growth that we're going through is coming back to self-value, self-worthy, self-knowing. I am so worthy of having a life that is, is got shininess in it. It doesn't always have to be shits and, and fucked up moments and, and just, oh, hell, why why is this happening, right? Because of the fact that we're always in these stories of going through and going forward. But we got, but it's about being worthy of it, being okay with it, being, oh, what's happening to me moments. I hope this is making sense to everybody. And and if you have any comments on this, please just speak kindly in your comments because I would love to have a discussion about this. How are you feeling unloved 
are unworthy? How, you know, what is your stories that have been created to create this unworthiness? Because a lot of us have been stuck in families or stuck in situations, stuck with friends. Oh my gosh, being bullied in school? That can take your legs out from underneath you faster than it's not running down a kid's nose. Of feeling worthy, feeling respected, feeling valued. But why are we keeping those bullish moments when we're kids productive and in our faces when we're adults? If I don't like Joey or or Mary or whoever that person was that bullied me in third grade, why would I want to deal with her when I'm 53 years old? And that's part of this, this spiritual growth that I'm talking about. It's not necessarily spiritual growth of, of, ah, I found heaven. Well, that's part of it. But, you know, in the bigger picture, it's a really about unearthing, getting ourselves lighter, getting ourselves more emotionally balanced, getting ourselves more, uh, whose truth am I speaking in me? Who's telling me I'm unworthy, right? So going forward and, and being who we are and doing the stance, I want you to really call in who, who are you and are you worthy? Yes. I would even put a sticky note on, on some part of the car or on the window somewhere. I am worthy. I tell myself all the time, I'm on that, I'm on that, um, that energy field of worthiness. And it's circling back around to me right and it's circling back around to me because i am worthy to be on that circle of prosperity i'm worthy of being the um on the on the wheel of of just being part of this life if if um if one two three can have it why can't three four or one two three can have it why can't four five six have it right and if one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven can have it, why can't 199 have it? And 10, and 111, and 113, and 12, and 13, 14, 15, 100, right? Because it can come around to every one of us. But I can tell you that if, if you know, it is about that we're all going to have a strength, and how does that worthy fill up our buckets? And it's, it's that stripping back the layers. It's the stripping back the layers and practicing to be better with our worthiness. Be kind to yourself. That's one way of figuring out that we're worthy. Many of us aren't kind to ourselves. We're, we're the first one to attack ourselves if we do something wrong. Stupid. Why didn't you know better to do better? Why? Well, sometimes we don't know better to do better because we haven't come across it yet. So why should we know? And heck no, it's not a mistake when you did something that you don't know how to do. I call those flubbles. <laughs> I call those flubbles. Those flubbles, F-U-L-B-B-F-L-U-B-B-L-E-S's flubbles. See, I'm, my brain's getting blood to it again after getting the chiropractor. That, you know, going forward, it, it's amazing this, this moments of who we can be. 
be kind to yourself and love yourself through this. We're a story for unfolding. We are a story unfolding. And I can tell you that that worthiness is that you're worthy to be alive. You're worthy to have what you need to survive. You're worthy of clean water. So you know, we may need to move to get it. We may need to do a different process to do it. We may need to get a little uncomfortable to get our worthiness. Because the way we are right now today is not necessarily all our strengths, right? So be kind to you and know you're worthy. You're worthy. Let me know how you feel about this because, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful that we're here and we're doing this dance. Um, life is happening around us and how can we mature ourselves into our greater good? You know, so being that worthiness, love yourself because you are so worthy of having love. And if you're having a hard time finding love outside of you, first off, find love for inside of you. It might help to pull the love back in. And then practice, if you're with somebody, practice that love. You never know what can happen. I know for me that my marriage flipped around because I practiced that love. Found love for myself, found love for him. He learned how to have love for himself, which equaled love for me. It's amazing how that works. But I had a partner who was willing to work it. That's a big difference but at least work it for yourself. So I'm going to pull some cards about this. You know, I think I'm going to do gentle creatures today. I'm just going to do one, one card set. So if you're looking for a card deck, a uh, card reading, an intuitive card reading, please let me know. I'm going to do the gentle creatures. It just seems like we need a gentle moment right now. But I'm going to pull a universal card first about what do can you tell us, gentle creatures, um, wisdom deck, about worthiness? What would you like to tell us? Let's see. You know what card's coming out is this one here. Curiosity, isn't that cute? Curiosity, curiosity. It's like sitting on something here, looking down, and then there's a butterfly. Oh, and he's got a magnifying glass. He's looking right there, looking. Um, and it looks like kind of on an old skull. Um, and there are um, inside these pillars, there's little moments that are there. So curiosity. Let me read curiosity. Okay. Curiosity. Ah, there it is. Curiosity. Curiosity woke up this gentle creature. For too long, they had meandered through life without purpose 
One day they came upon an unusual plant. No one else knew anything about this plant. Our friend took it upon themselves to learn everything they could about this green denzone in the woods. As they worked with the first plant, they became aware of another and another until suddenly their life was full of growing things. They learned so much that others came from to them to be taught. By simply being curious, our great our gentle creatures moved from life of wandering aimlessly to one of work, knowledge, and teaching. You are being given an opportunity to learn something new right now. Let your own inquisitiveness find you those explored areas. Pack up your notebook, your pen, anything else you might need. This is called to sedate that fur that thirst the first for knowledge feeling like a refresher course need to go deeper this is your time join our friends studying our their plants by setting up your own lab or field station indulge your inner student by buying a book on the on that particular subject can't find that book maybe it is time you commit to paper or share with others what you have discovered from following your curiosity so in other words when you're curious right when you're curious you you those layers start coming off and and know that you are worthy you are able to do it but it takes looking into it. It takes it takes that moment of study of of when you're like getting a hug. How do you accept it? And sometimes, like my husband, you know, when I would say give him a hug when he first got sober, and he said, "You're not gonna let go, are you?" I went, "Nope." He went, "Okay," and pretty soon he started holding me, and then pretty soon he started reaching for me. Pretty soon he started being more loving to me and I would be loving to him. And it was the layers that he, we had to practice together. So get curious about your life and know that there's no mistakes in who you are. So if anybody would like a card, please let me know. I would be grateful to be able to do one for you. I will clear them right now. On Instagram, if you'd like a card, I can do that for you. Uh... Thank you, Veronica. I will do that for you. So Veronica would like a gentle creatures. Um, so what I ask you to do is put your energies out. Um, you don't have to tell me what you want, but um, hi on Instagram. Uh, that, but if you want a card to be pulled, um, all I ask is that you think of what you want and the cards will pick up kind of like a text or a phone call. Um, so here we go. What is it that you would like for veronica to know gentle creatures what would you like there we go good job veronica 
how much is the card there's no charge this is a free um, i just pull a card for you just say it's the gentle creatures um deck of oracle card i don't pull um toro deck i pull oracle cards Woo! <laughs> i guess that one jumped out yes this one's for you veronica oh cosmos look at that isn't that cool Isn't that cool? So cosmos. So what is that? Oh, it's a bird with wings. It's a bird with wings and it's got the planets around it. Let me try to get it in the right place here. There's birds or there's the planets around it. This is a bird and it has something that it's given it to it. And this one is, is reaching up to see what it is like, almost like smelling it, right? So there you go. Okay, so Cosmos. That was the next card after the, the deck, that, the card that we... Ah, Cosmos, Cosmos. Cosmos. So our gentle friend asks a simple question. Where is my place in the cosmos? Who am I? The winged messenger doesn't bring an answer. Instead, it brings a key on a red cord, which represents the circle of life. The key is what will unlock the answer. The key doesn't unlock any specific mechanism of iron or steel instead it unlocks the mystery of all parts of the cosmos showing where each of us fit in each of the cosmos are orbs represents a place of learning that our creature must visit the lessons here is that there is no place where the creature or any of us belongs we are all made up of multiple and complex potentials. We are all complicated, complicated varieties of set of skin and bones that can miraculously hold space in more than one realm. The question is not as so much as where as it is how many wears the beginning of the quest of the cosmos is always the end of the quest it is a circular riddle and continuously answers itself so we're in this circle of life going around and around and around and if you um veronica you're in this circle of trying to figure it out but Every time we go around that circle, because we keep going around and around and around, we'll come back to it. Think about how can I do it just a little bit different as I move forward. So on Instagram, if um, if you would like a pr uh, private session, you can go to angelicclarifications.com and set up appointment. I will. Um, um, if you you're more than welcome, Veronica. And if you um, would like a card, I don't ask for any um, notice. I just ask you to send out your wishes and then I will shuffle the card deck and 
and um, a card will pop up and we have not had this card before this is a beautiful card so you're giving the answers it's just figuring out what feels right to you right Veronica it, it, if it feels right to you that will be the balance so blessings to you on your journeys I want you to remember though that you are worthy you are worthy to have blessings you are worthy to having grace you are worthy of having love you are worthy of having self-love you are worthy of having and the more that we can just use that language i am worthy i am worthy i am worthy i am worthy i deserve and i am worthy now remember keeping ego out of the i deserve and you need to give it to me right you don't need to be like that be kind to yourself and others. So if you're looking for some help in this journey of yours, I do private sessions and you can go to angelicclarifications.com. Uh, you can go to, um, uh, you can, oh my gosh. I just, I support, I love to support people going through life because of the fact that we are uh, perfectly imperfect. And the more we realize that, the better off we'll be. So on Monday, uh, Regan and Forston and I will be here. And I don't know what we're going to talk about. I will be on um, Facebook and uh, uh, YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is Natasha Venter AC. And um, I will be um, on uh, Twitter, I think. Yes, I will be on Twitter. So Regan Forston, who's a hypnotherapist, and I will be on Monday's show, Monday at 4 o'clock Pacific time. And you can go to my website and you can get to any of my, my locations. So I am Natasha Venter AC on all platforms. I am one who loves to give you um, inspirational quotes every day. Inspirationals that can help you out. So if you would like to have um, help, please remember I do it with no judgment. Because I care about you and your walk. May blessings be to you. If you like what you hear, please like, share. If you know somebody could have this message. And please follow. Uh, and if you like to listen to podcasts, I do podcasts with Life Clarifications with Natasha. Um, or Life Clarifications. And that will get you um, on most platform um, platforms. <laughs> I can speak today. See, there's something negative, right? Uh, something negative I was doing that I said a positive thing because I'm worthy of thinking. I can speak and I can think, right? Dyslexia is all triggered up. Ken's got an adjustment today with my neck. Blessings to you on this journey. Please follow. Uh, on my YouTube channel, I have over almost 500 videos on that. So there's a lot of content for supporting you in your journey. And please go to my community page because that shows you who I am, who's going to be on our shows. Blessings to you. Bye now. Hey, love be with you.